0: Ten seasons in the NFL, Mm -hmm. um, two Pro Bowls, Super Bowl ring, Mm -hmm.
1: that's solid. My last year was in Miami, and I went from Green Bay, very uh, championship-driven organization, uh, to the Vikings, who was having some culture uh, shifts um, in trying to get to that championship-level mentality, going to Miami, which they were just trying to find their way. I it was it. it was in a respectful way it was dysfunctional. Okay. Um and then my family was in Minneapolis. I was down there and it was just part of me was gone, not being fully present. It was it was a challenging year, one of the most challenging years that I ever had to uh, play ball and it just took a lot it took a lot of the fun out of the game for me. And I knew right then I'm, I can't play if I'm not 100% all in both physically and mentally so yeah. just shut it down. Uh,
0: injury wise, were you feeling good? Like are you waking up with pain every day? Or? No,
1: injury wise I felt yeah. great. But 100% healthy totally. totally receiver, healthy. Damn. I had very few injuries fortunately. Yeah. I uh, was very blessed without having with not having any major injuries. Um, you know, the typical bumps and bruises. I had I think the the most severe injury I had was an MCL.
0: Huh. Did your family MCL. like moving around? Like, were they like, "Hey, we could stay in Miami. Why don't you play a couple more seasons?"
1: No, because they didn't. They didn't come. Oh. They loved. They loved the warm weather when yeah. they did come down. Um, but I was down there myself, pretty much had a home, and then they would come down um, periodically. But the wife and kids stayed in Minneapolis because the kids were entrenched in school she had her business yeah. and it was like we thought and this is where parenting is like so challenging and you learn on the fly we thought okay the best thing for for everyone specifically the kids is that they stay right well i didn't consider myself yeah and i struggled right so they were there i'm struggling by myself because uh. At the point, at that point in time, eleven years of marriage, never being away from my family, mm-hmm. it was tough walking into an empty house every day.
0: And it also um, gives you a lot of time to think. And I know you have four kids, three three girls mm-hmm. and a boy. Um, did you think about which one you
1: like the least? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I was not expecting that. Um, no, because at that t- I-, I had no. I had none of them that were irritating me or yeah. bothering me or... You or miss them all pe- at that point. And you miss them all at that point. It's like, I wish they were getting on my nerves. Yeah. I wish I could tell them to shut up. <laughs> Leave me alone. Stop interrupting daddy when I'm in the restroom. It's like, do you always get that? I'm on the toilet. Yeah. Go away. No. And it's probably a really important
0: question too. Like, you know, like,
1: yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Can I, can I have a donut? Yeah. Can I have something to eat? The kids, <laughs> any other time you're sneaking and getting yeah. pop tarts or whatever, yeah. just go get it. <laughs> There's the, any
0: reason yeah. to bother you. My my yeah. kid just turned one, uh, so it's been a cool ah. ride. So you've got four kids. Yo, wait, so, boy girl. Ah, uh, girl. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's yeah, uh, got she's kind of talking. There's a lot of just like nonsense happening, and um, you know we're pretty loose parents, but. Uh, at 13 months if she's not doing chores and pulling her weight she's out <laughs>
1: like <laughs> start them early yeah start them yeah. early cuz i'm telling you telling you right now when you start them late they think that somebody else is supposed to be doing what they should have been doing from jump and they start asking questions to to people who are helping them. Yeah. Um, can you can you are you gonna make my bed? Uh no, you make your own bed. Are your kids all athletes? I know one is
0: like specifically like uh I think you said that she can out uh out crunch you at this point. Like
1: uh Yeah, man, I, just, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. No, she so I got a I got a volleyball player. Um okay. she plays on a club team. Uh she's 13, she plays on the 14s team and then a gymnast. The gymnast is yeah. competitive. She's a uh, level seven. Damn. Then my youngest daughter plays tennis and my son plays basketball and then they all swing the golf clubs. Oh, wow. Yeah. If your son wanted to play football, would you have an issue with that? I wouldn't have an issue. I just wouldn't want it for him. Got it. Um, simply because I understand how uh, vigorous that sport is, um, what it can do, the potentials that lie that aren't that lie within the game that aren't um, great when it comes to concussions mm-hmm. and just different things like that. The neck injuries. Right. And, uh, just the wear and tear it takes and the toll it takes on your body overall. And the longevity that you have of life in wanting to remain healthy and going through something like that, a car crash every single day, forget just the games practice right like beating up like pounding your body every day I just wouldn't want that for him but if he wanted to do it I would support him Mm -hmm. like I put every other ball in front of him now yeah and he only seems to really want the football even though he doesn't he doesn't even know how to play football that's how much I've kind of Pull, yeah, pulled back, pull alleviated pull, yeah. football from his his presence. I know you've taken
0: about thirty four hundred calories for forty percent protein, thirty five percent carbs, twenty five percent fats. No, I don't stalk you. You did an interview with us, <laughs> and it's online, uh, <laughs> muscleandfitness.com. dot But you know, how has that how has that been? Has that was that a, a transition that was difficult for you? You know, and also having to eat more. Often. Yes, I mean, you know, it's, it's
1: yes. It's, it was a struggle at yeah. first because what I found like I knew I didn't really eat, but I didn't know I didn't eat mm-hmm. like if I were to put a number on it uh, a caloric number on it, I would probably say before I started training, I was probably only getting about fifteen hundred calories a day <sighs> maybe two wow. maybe two thousand calories a day because I would eat put i possibly would eat a breakfast but then I would just snack. Mm -hmm. And some days it would be literally just dinner because you're the hustle and bustle of the day. I'm drinking. I've always been a water drinker, but now being on this regimented eating, uh, plan where I'm eating every two, two and a half hours and I know exactly what I am going to eat. And I, I'm kind of prepping my meals I don't like prepping to where they're completely done and then they're not the my meat isn't fresh my protein isn't fresh I like I like fresh protein that I can cook right then and there Mm -hmm. um unless I'm traveling like now then it's a little more of a challenge but yeah man I'm I'm up to actually like I got up to almost 4,000 calories per day since the interview all right um, and now I just recently dropped to thir- dropped back down to 3,600 calories a day. So now, You're working with two trainers, correct? I'm working with one trainer. One trainer, okay. Yes. So would that
0: be Chris? Chris Ketting. Chris Ketting, okay. Uh, I thought you were working with uh, someone in New York as well, but maybe they're just uh, a friend.
1: Yeah, that's just a friend. I, I, um, I was training. He actually connected me with someone here just recently, just this week, really.
0: What was the first thing? when you got hooked up with Chris, what was the first thing that that you guys did like to start down this path? Did he take any assessments? Was he like, you know, let's just see, you know, where you need work. Like was there, did he evaluate you? I'm just curious as to how you get, you get going.
1: Yeah, so we had a conversation. I actually sat down with four different trainers uh, and wanted to see, engage who would be the best fit for me from not only a training perspective, but just, your trainers, they're like one of your closest friends right. now. Mm-hmm. Like you talk to them more than almost anyone. Yeah. And so I wanted to have and be able to just develop a great relationship and have a great rapport. And it, I could, he his vibe, his energy was just right on point. It was cool. Kind of calm, cool and collected, not a high, too high, too low individual, kind of similar to myself. Mm-hmm. And so I took a liking to that. But when we first started, uh, we jumped right into it but it was a matter of uh, assessing me and watching me do the movements Mm -hmm. and then showing me how to actually execute the movements the correct way. Got it. And that was, that was huge for me because it allowed me to right out the gate, just lift and lift the way that I thought was correct. But then not that it wasn't correct, But in order to make the gains that I needed to make, in order to have the impact that I wanted that particular movement to have on my body, to see the result and create the change and the transformation, I had to do it a little differently. And everything has been like that. And it just intensifies every single rep, every single set, every single workout.
0: (laughs) It can be frustrating though, as a beginner, because you think that you're you're training the right way, and then when someone's correcting you because they're watching what you're doing, it can almost feel uncomfortable when you have to switch uh, from the bad habits you've you know mm-hmm. you've uh, adapted ad- adapted over the years. Um, now, does it get to the point where I feel like I would get frustrated and be like, oh, yeah, Chris, let me see you run a button hook. <laughs> like So, you know, like, so you'd have something on him to be like, yeah, that was a shitty pattern, man. OK, like,
1: so so to that point, like for me, it was very important that my trainer that I was going to be working with wasn't or or I should say could do exactly what he was trying to get me to. Do. Got it. OK. Like so it, it's. He needed to look the part.
0: Yeah, of course. Like
1: it's it's hard. I and this is no knock against trainers who who aren't looking the part. Who Who look like bags
0: of flour? Yeah, Yeah. you know, there's no
1: because they may have all the information and they may be be phenomenal trainers, but they're not for me because I need to look at you. And know, okay, yeah, you're doing the same thing. And then when I need to see it, right. I need you to jump into that working mm. set really quick or that warm-up set and show me right. and see, like, yeah, this dude is yeah. put together. Yeah, You know, like... I, I do. It instills that was important confidence
0: in you that you're getting the right direction and that you're going to be going down the right yes,
1: path. Yes, exactly. You
0: haven't deci- have you decided yet on when you want to step on stage and I know it so I have you have all right where 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 will this be so we we will all be there we're
1: all going (laughs) so I am uh yeah I I say I have I haven't signed up yet okay but um but the page is open on your computer the page is (laughs) open on my computer it's a competition in May okay May 20th that weekend
0: in In Minneapolis. Is, okay. In Minneapolis. In
1: Minneapolis where yeah, it's I think it's Mr. and Mrs. Fit or something like that.
0: Okay. Now do you want us to just um threaten <laughs> some people so they don't show up? So there's only if you only show up,
1: you have to win. So we can just try to get everybody else uh No, I don't now. want okay. that. There's gotcha. actually there's actually a competition, uh NPC competition in July okay. that I was considering. And here's my deal. Like I Again, I'm a rookie at this. So, and I'm I'm very big on just keeping my head down and working and absorbing knowledge and information. And so I don't enter into someone else's field and just automatically think, oh, I'm the guy. Mm-hmm. I don't care what I've done. That's just, not, that's not my personality. And so I, I set out on this journey wanting to get physically fit and look a certain way. And men's physique is what, Attracted me right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, doing it in a natural way. That's the only thing I've ever known. I right. didn't start taking all these supplements until really now. Right. Uh, I had never really taken anything, even while I played, believe it or not. And so for me, in NPC competition just opens the door to so much. Right. Where I'm just with laying my ego aside. I would be at an extreme disadvantage. Right.
0: You know, you and your trainer must have areas which you want to uh, focus on. Mm-hmm. What would they be for you?
1: Uh, for me, it's it was right out the gate my upper chest. Okay. Um, that was where, like lower chest, like so. I did a lot of bench pressing, so my chest was not an issue. But when you're training for a competition, right. It's different. You, you know. need a full chest. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You don't need a bottom. You yeah. need a full chest. You need to be symmetrical. You need everything, to be yeah. Everything has to pop. And it so all, all what matters. I drastically noticed was the lack of upper chest that I had. Um, How did you attack it? A lot of incline pressing. That's that's all I do. I do not do any flat bench. Does
0: it hurt your Does it hurt your shoulders? It or? does
1: not hurt my shoulders. And and here's the thing. I've always I shouldn't say always, but I've I used to have uh, a lot of shoulder issues, especially when I did barbell incline or bench press, um, because it was a fixed position and mm. just the way that I would press, I would start to get outside of myself um, and kind of use those shoulders. Mm. Well, the way that I'm training now, I have Absolutely. And this is why I love and I get so excited about training now because the goal is to stay injury free. Yeah. Like, and so the way you train is so important and the way you execute a movement is so important. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I've had no shoulder issues, no limb issues. Like, it's been the healthiest and the best my body has ever felt. Like, ever. Wow. And it's, and I'm, and I would have never, thought that I would go back to lifting heavy
0: weight. I'm gonna bring in uh, the wheel. We don't have a name for it yet, but we're thinking about calling it five reps or six reps because we get six spins of this wheel. Okay. And it corresponds to, it allows us to uh, know more about you. We're gonna spin this baby. All right. And it's gonna land on something. And each thing corresponds to something I have written down. And uh, then we're just gonna learn about you in the best way possible okay all right i'll spin first okay because i'll show you how how it's done like you know I'll give you the just absolutely. like when you're training absolutely it. so absolutely. i'll go first right so i like to give it a quick like, like uh, give one of these and then sometimes oh
1: oh so, oh so is that how we do it? Is that not usually but
0: doing? fantasy football now um this is actually about my fantasy. See, I want to know what it's like to throw touchdown passes, uh, like, you know, like like when you were in Super Bowl XLV. I don't know the Roman numer, so I just call it that. Um, what is that, Super Bowl? It was 40... 45. XLV, baby, that's what we're going with. Um, I just want to pretend like I'm there and I'm gonna throw <laughs> a pass to you, if that's cool. With the helmet
1: on? <laughs> All right. Is that cool? Are you game? Absolutely. Blue thirty-two. Blue thirty-two. Wait, I'm off sides. All
0: right, guys, let's run it back. <laughs> okay. Set. Hut hut. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Foul. Traveling. Icing.
1: Your, oh, your turn. To here spin. we go.
0: Okay. Here we go. You could give it a real, a real spin. And if it lands on that, we'll just skip it.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, look at that. Here we go. Here we go.
0: <laughs> we're still perfecting the wheel. <laughs>
1: oh, yes. Okay.
0: What were you thinking? Now, I'm going to ask you something, and okay. you are going to tell me what you were thinking at that moment. So, the minute that clock hits zero and you become a Super Bowl champion, what goes through your head?
1: Um, Don't false cry. Like... I know that sounds crazy. Yeah, I know, I get it. But like you, you, you've watched like the clock hit zeros, and then guys just automatically hit the ground and start crying. And I'm like, yeah, don't be that guy. Uh-huh. Just go with whatever emotion is really there. Yeah. And so I was. I mean, it was such a an exciting moment, and we didn't really know what was going. on. I kind of felt like we were gonna win, and the clock hit those triple zeros, and I just started jumping up and down. Like, yeah like it was all it was just so surreal it it was almost like you had a lack of emotion you were kind of empty where you because you wanted to feel something or yeah. you were anticipating feeling a certain way because of what you had seen or how you viewed everybody else celebrate mm-hmm. and it was like okay i'm not crying okay i'm yeah i'm good okay yeah. yeah it was it was kind of a crazy lack of mixture of emotion
0: when you were drafted in 06 um, and you realize you'd be catching uh, passes from Brett Favre? Was that, I mean? And did okay. he throw the ball as hard as people say? Did
1: okay. So I'm gonna answer the questions in reverse. Got it. He definitely threw the ball as hard as people as hard as people said. As far as the finger breaking and all of that, I never encountered it, never experienced it. So I'm not saying he didn't. Right. Called him kind of at the back end. Um, it was Brett Favre. It was. It was like. Kind of, again, surreal, like, man, I'm about to be playing with Brett Favre. But yeah. when I got the call, now, this is this is a kicker. So, the night before, I go out with a buddy, um, one of my best friends, and he gets drafted as well in the fifth round later, and we, we talk about where we don't want to go. Number one place, Green Bay. I don't want to go to Green Bay. <laughs> Kid you not, true yeah, story. I don't want to go to Green Bay. So that night green or that green doesn't after, work green doesn't work green, no, doesn't, yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. green <laughs> doesn't work for me I'm from Michigan green doesn't <laughs> no and so that that evening or some some point in that day I get a call 920 area code and it was someone from Green Bay and they were checking to see if this was going to be my working phone number and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I had I had only talked to them at the Combine. Never had trained, never worked out, never anything. So I'm like, whatever. But this is protocol for, for most teams. Yeah. They call you, make sure you have the working number. And so, but that was the last number yeah. that I got a call from on my phone. Oh, man. Fast forward to the next day. My phone rings, kid you not. I look down. Well, I flip it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so sick, right? <laughs> I flip
1: yeah. it up, open, and I see nine two zero. My face. Kid, you not. I'm like, I am. I'm sick. Yeah. Because I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I answer the phone, and it's uh, it's Mike McCarthy. Nope, it's Jimmy Robinson. And Mike McCarthy, they get it on the phone. Are you ready to be a Green Bay Packer? Are You excited? But we're gonna take you here at the 50 second pick. You ready? To be? I'm like, absolutely, can't wait. Yeah. Completely <laughs> shifted gears right as I'm picking up the phone. But that initial look, can you false cry? Like that of just, <laughs> I could just picture <laughs> it being like, it's uh, like, no, this isn't Greg. Uh, Greg's down here. He's uh, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, it was just, it was one of those moments where it was like, initially, it was like, I was bummed out. Yeah. Because it was a Green Bay, but then it was like I'm getting you're getting drafted. Right. Second round. Yeah. You're about to play with Brett Farr. Right. Like you're going into it live bullets with yeah. one of the best. Yeah. Three tips on staying fit after you hit the age of thirty. Uh don't not work out. Like just go right. like don't. And, and what I mean by that is like a lot of people want to rest and say, you know, I'm just going to let my body rest. And you think that's you're doing your body a, a, a service right. there. But it's like your body wants your body is built to literally work, to get bigger, to get stronger, to stay fit, to help you yeah. continue to maneuver and go through the hustle and bustle of the day let your body lead you. Mm-hmm. Like if, you, if you're if you having aches and pains, then it's typically because of what you're not doing. And so that would be my first tip. And then yeah. the second tip is you got to get on your nutrition. Like <laughs> I, this is, I can't emphasize it enough, uh, but just the results. If you do decide not to actually work out, if you can lock in a regimented meal plan of just eating healthier, more consistent. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be clean, right? Just healthier. You're gonna get results just simply by that. Mm-hmm. Third, it always helps to have someone.
0: Yeah,
1: it always helps to have someone because you're gonna do more. You're gonna push yourself a little bit more. You're gonna get pushed a little bit more. You just naturally respond and want to do and perform more and better when there's someone watching you.
0: I spin. Here we go. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, I cheat this. standout speech. Okay. This, <laughs> this is- Oh! An actual replica of the Sandow. Now, it's reserved for open bodybuilding. You've dominated the, 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 the scene, and you show up at the Olympia, and you win everything. You won fitness, you won bikini, and you won uh, uh, men's physique, and you also won the open. That's how good you
1: looked. Now, we need to know what your speech would be. First and foremost, this is it's such an honor. Um, I would not even be here standing holding this if it weren't for all these guys behind me. Uh, These were my inspirations. When I even thought to start uh, my trainer, I could not have done this by myself. Obviously, I was committed. I wanted to put the work in, but I didn't know that this was even possible. (laughs) So, thank you. Thank you. That was strong. That was good. (laughs) That was, <laughs> was that the false cry or was that yes, the i was thing? trying i was trying to squeeze them out
0: <laughs> so before we go any where can people uh find you on social media uh where 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 can they find you on other the television um or, so
1: i'm a, I'm a fox sports analyst, so I'm on all the f s one shows um until they give me this full time gig here in uh new York at first things first. Y'all listen to yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Let's, um, let's call him up. Let's but for sure, for right sure. Here. But I'm uh, yeah, well, the well, official well. GJ on Instagram. Okay. At Greg Jennings on Twitter. Um, that's me, man. That's where you find me.
0: I'm really happy that uh, you stopped by. Thanks a lot. Absolutely dude. appreciate you. Cool.